Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. Morning, Hello. Steve. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah. Just thought I'd working on. Well, we've all got to work out what our new um, greetings are, I guess. We have. We have. But I have, I've moved studio into the shed, so uh, I'm just testing the acoustics. Oh, I see. Know. So you're yeah. at the bottom of your garden in a shed now? Like like a radio roll doll. <laughs> nice. That's exactly what. That's what people have been calling you. They have been calling me that. The radio yeah. roll doll. Nice. <laughs> um, what? Uh, what's your setup? Have you still got the uh, sort of? It looks more like, like a, a vagina. Yeah, or? yeah, 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 yeah. But now it's mm-hmm. got a blanket over the top of it. So it looks. I think it looks more like a molar now, like a giant molar. Molar, like the tooth. Yeah. The tooth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what else. Yeah. There isn't. A t- there isn't. A I don't know, I don't know what the molar is you were thinking of. <laughs> no. <laughs> So yeah, so it's all that, and I've got good, okay. good, good internet speed. It's just that we're doing Sounds the breakfast great. show. There'll be people sharing in the background and screaming. Okay. That's what happens in RS in the morning. So I thought I'd get to the bottom yeah. of the garden, nice and quiet. Yeah, well, I'm still up in the uh, in the spare room. Although I have been looking at an office in uh, in our little village square. I just saw it. I was walking past the other day, and it said office for rent or whatever. It's like you know, sixty quid a week or whatever. This little tiny office. Yeah. And I come home and I was like. I said to I said to my wife, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna uh, rent this office in uh, in the in the square there. You know, so I can get some work done, uh, writing and, and whatever. She said, "What do you need an office for?" I said, "Just yeah. you know, writing." But I realised what I need an office for is <laughs> to just get away, isn't it? It's just to, that's what yeah. people have been missing over these last ten, twelve weeks is just getting out of the house. Yeah, you'd just sit there and you'd sort of you'd get a load of stationary stuff and put it in the right yeah. order, set it all yeah. up. That'd be a good week. Put it in colour yeah. order and you know alphabetical exactly. order, and then go paint map, paint right. the wall. What do I do now? <laughs> yeah, like a, an office worker. You yeah. always want what you haven't got. I think you know what I mean. And and there's a, there's a world where people who've got a regular nine to five look at sort of you know a, the life of an entertainer where it's all mad. You're travelling all over the place and you're working daft hours, but then you get to sleep in or whatever. And they're like, oh, that'd be good. But then mm. on the flip side, when you've been doing this job for 20 years and you your hours are not the same every, every day is different you know you you sometimes be working all, like for 14 hours and then sometimes you'd not work for three weeks hard to plan I, ahead yeah exactly then i sort of look at people who work in an office and i envy them you know what i mean mm. i think oh it's quite, quite like the idea of what you've been doing what you how was your weekend margaret you know quite like the idea of like a monday monday morning catch-up yeah well, that's the other thing. Like Friday nights, like the big Friday night, isn't it? Yeah, if you've fr- got an ordinary job. But when, like for you, and when I was a stand-up, that's that's the night you work. Friday that's and Saturday, fr- Friday's your Monday. Nights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Your Friday. That's Friday, really. Yeah. Friday but we all want what we we haven't got. That's that's the general theme of just being a human being, isn't it? So I've not rented the office yet, but we'll see. But we'll see how that goes. <laughs> matters here we are how's your week been my week i've been busy this week i don't know if you saw in the uh in the in the in the national press oh Uh, i missed this what happened now yeah (laughs) oh what have you done no no it's nothing like that don't worry those those days are behind me uh i um i i've started working for iceland i don't know what's more embarrassing Uh, (laughs) (laughs) how dare you how absolute dare you um all right so what are you doing no, no, I, it was a one-off shift. I've, I've not taken a job from somebody who needed it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it was, what, what happened was, do you remember the other week when I, I'd, I mentioned that I'd applied for Tesco at the beginning of the lockdown? Yeah, yeah, To sort yeah. of help packing or driving or whatever. You know, when, when, it, when we were going to war and we needed 60,000 yeah, shelf people, stackers. Yeah, you know, everyone to just do their bit. Exactly. So, I um, anyway, I got turned down, I posted about it. Iceland, very shrewdly, sent me a message uh on Twitter in front of the world that said, um, well, if you're so desperate to do a, uh, a shift for a, a, oh. a supermarket, um, <laughs> come and work for us for a day and we'll make a donation to your favourite charity. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Which is lovely. Yeah, really nice. Yeah. But also I was like, oh, <laughs> sort of quite enjoying the <laughs> lockdown now. But obviously you can't say that because they've just done it publicly. Yeah, yeah, so too like, for that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'll do that, yeah. So um, so it, it, I was going to do it a couple of weeks ago, but there was just a bit too much 
going on in the press. I, was, I seem to be in the paper every day. Every time, you know, even just like buying my, my kids buying me fart pants for Christmas, front page of the Star. I was like, come on, guys. There's not a so, lot of news around, is there? Well, for, no, good news. That they're exactly. Searching for stuff. So, uh, so yeah. So we organised it for this week. Just uh, I went along Tuesday morning. Went to uh, the Iceland up in Hyde, uh, not mm. too far from my house, and uh, and did a shift. Did a morning shift. What were you doing? You on the tills or, or like? No, uh, no. I was um, so van. Packed the van. Got in my van. Got my uniform on. I mean, they sent me uniform out. Medium in advance. They sent oh, me a that's medium nice of them, Iceland t-shirt. I mean, that's nice. Well, that, that's you know. They've obviously gone. We don't want to insult him, but yeah, they it's like when you bought him. me that Dortmund shirt that was extra large. <laughs> yeah, but it fitted, didn't yeah. it? Well, it was a bit baggy, but yeah, I, I bought a wolf <laughs> shirt last week and it's large and it fits perfectly. So, in retrospect. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I got me uh, Iceland T-shirt, me Iceland yeah. uh, gilet. Oh, gilet. Uh, yeah, Iceland gilet, Iceland cap. And, uh, you got and a badge, went... name badge? No, because I was only there for a day, wasn't I? So it oh. seemed silly to, <laughs> to go to that level. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I went and done my deliveries. How was that then? So you're just driving around dropping people's food off? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I went round. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, obviously, I, I, I can't say who who they were because of, you mm. know, customer delivery man privilege. Yeah, well, you work for Iceland there, don't you? So you've, you've got a, yeah. a special moral code that a lot of us mm. mere mortals don't understand. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, I, I won't like ask doctor, any more questions. It's like doctor-patient yeah. sort of privilege. Yeah, you know what I mean? or like being that. a Catholic priest. Exactly, yeah, yeah. In the confession, yeah. It's exactly like that. Uh, so do, what do a lot of people order the Greg sausage rolls? I mean, I've sort of had a little... Loads, mate. Loads, mate. Where's your confidence you agree with God? Especially Elizabeth at number 23. Oh, did she? I knew oh, she loved a Greg sausage roll. Vicar told me. It was funny. So I delivered to one woman who was like sort of looking at me like, I know that face. But obviously the other thing I had was, for the first delivery I did, was a photographer. So I thought, oh, this must look mental. Am I the millionth customer? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, this is all for me, love. This is all for me. Um, so yeah, so the Iceland van, I presume they've all got this, but the Iceland van's got all your all your stuff in the back, and then at the side it's got like the the freezer bit. Oh yeah, yeah. And the van, yeah. And uh, so it was just making sure everybody got the right stuff. Yeah. That's that was my major concern. I thought, do not mess this up, Jay's. You've only got to do half a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> You're done yeah. for the day, you know. Uh, so I delivered to her. She was fine. She was sort of looking at me a bit confuddled. And then I cracked on. Then we. Then I got. Ri- I got. I just got rid of the press and the PR man. I just did the job. You know yeah. what I mean? Just yeah, did yeah. It. I'm just a normal guy, guys. Please back Look, off. I'm just normal. I just want to get out there, and do my job. Okay. Yeah, uh, for the next two just, hours, then I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, can you just ring my agent? Uh, so, <laughs> so um, promise yeah, the aircon so in the that. van. There is no aircon in this van. Well, ironically, there was no aircon in the van. I, well, I did ring. It's like a freezer van, though, isn't it? Surely. <laughs> I rang the manager, Darren, while I was on the road. I went, Darren, where's the aircon in this? He went, Oh, there isn't any. I said, There's a freezer in the back. Mm. Well, maybe all the powers, that. all the powers, going that way. <laughs> poor drivers sweating cops. Yeah, just, it was you just right. pull over and just stand in the back for a couple of minutes. You'll be right. Yeah, it was fine. Stuck me. Uh, I had absolute eighties on. Yeah. Bang, you know, I had my arm out the window. Oh, I tell you what, you get used to it. Also, being in a van, you're higher up, aren't you, than everyone else, mm, morally I do like a van, and yeah. physically. <laughs> yeah, so you believe if you're in a van, yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I could get used to it. Jason Manford. Hey, guess, guess what happened on my second delivery, Steve? What? So, do my second delivery, and uh, I get there, and it was a, a cu- an older couple who, um, mm. you sort of forget how much these. Uh, you know these delivery guys, these key workers have to do like because it's quite it's quite a, a strained job. I mean, I was all right; I was only doing a few, but I imagine all day lifting people shopping and you know getting to the back door. This like this older couple are just one of them had just got out of hospital and they were all they opened the door and then like backed off. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like obviously terrified of the blooming virus. And they all said they just got out of hospital. I imagine you in a medium sized Iceland shirt coming at them would have made them back off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I managed to find an XL one by then. Okay, okay. Actually, I was just going around like with a crop top Iceland t-shirt. Hey, uh... <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. so that one was because uh, they said, "Oh, you, could you just bring it into the step?" I said, "Yeah, no problem." Brought it in, and then uh, she'd ordered like twenty six cans of Pepsi or something. It was dead heavy. 
It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she went, could you just put that on the side? I went, yeah, no, but yeah, I'll put it Maybe on the lay side. off the Pepsi, love. Just, you know, nothing to <laughs> do with me. It's a lot of Pepsi. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff in here. It's not sugar, but I don't know what it is. It's not good for me. So. <laughs> it's advising people on a diet. for me. <laughs> yeah. Not good for my back, I know that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, before I drank that, I used to be able to fit into this medium Iceland spot. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but on my way out, this happened, right? I don't, I've never done this. I don't know if this is a thing or not. Is it just mm. a, what the older generation do? Or have we all not been doing a thing that's supposed to be happening? And that is, as I left, he said, yeah, son. And he tried to give me £2, like as a oh, tip. Okay, a little tip. Yeah. And mm. I said, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, don't worry about that. You, you, it's my pleasure and whatever. I'm not touching cash. Thank you. Well, also, partly I was, you know, <laughs> in the current, the, the current situation. Yeah, you need yeah. a you need a contactless wand or something. Yeah, but also I was thinking, I don't know what the tax implications are of a tip. Do you have to pay no, tax tax on no, tips? No, I don't think you do because it's like just under the radar, mm, isn't it? I think you do. You know. Do you? I think you have to pay tax on tips. Uh-huh. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> I think you do. What? Do you pay tax on tip? Well, I've never had a tip, so I don't know. No. Uh, bonuses. This is on the. This is this is us, right? Do you pay tax on tips? Uh, all tips received in whatever form are taxable income and oh, subject really? to tax. Oh, income tax. Know. Never had Cash a tip, tips so, yeah. are only tax free if no one tells HMRC about them, oh, which is go. tax evasion, a very serious yeah. offence. Okay. What for two okay. quid off an old bloke? <laughs> <laughs> what are you in for, mate? <laughs> old bloke gave me two quid so I dropped off some Pepsi Colas. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> Triple murder. Oh, okay. Do you want top bunk or bottom, bottom bunk? I'm not bothered, really. Why is your shirt so small? It's a, it's a face mask. It's a face mask. <laughs> so if anyone from the HMRC is listening, I did not take that tip. Oh, I must say hello to Ollie as well, Steve, uh, one of my uh, Iceland customers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, like I work for Iceland. I did one shift one day. Yeah, you like, made one. You know, <laughs> one of my customers. Well, what happened was I was delivering to this lad's house and he sort of he sort of looked up and he went, oh, you? I said, oh, yeah, I'm just doing this. It's a charity thing. And uh, He said, oh, wow, that's amazing. He said, I used to listen to you on XFM uh, yeah. when, I, when I used to do the breakfast show on XFM. And I said, all right. I said, I'm on the radio at the moment. I do a show on a Sunday on Absolute. Do you? I said, yeah, Absolute Radio every Sunday morning, pal. And I'm doing the breakfast show next week, every day. He said, oh, right, I'm tuning in. So it was worth it, the Iceland yeah. thing. The charity yeah. got a donation. Iceland got a good bit of PR out of it. And I got Ollie the listener. One listener, yeah. One good. extra listener. Well, you know, they all add up, one, don't they? they? They all add up. They do add up. We're doing all right. I don't know how many listeners we've still got. but Well, one more. We've got one more. We've got one more. Uh, and on that note, we are doing breakfast all this week. So, uh, obviously, you've got Sunday show today, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then right through, and then we're not obviously not Saturday, and then we'll do our show Sunday again. So we are going to be chock-a-block well, next we week. To, but Yeah, we need to do some work, don't we? <laughs> we probably do, yeah. We can't just wing it like we do with this Sunday show. We've got to put some no, effort in. Not for six, not five days, no. Yeah. What is it? So it's like, is it what, half seven till... Ten is it? Yeah. What is yeah. it? That's uh, six till ten. Six and six. A Shut up! It's not six. Not during lockdown. Is That's that six in the morning. Yeah, I nah. expect to see you here at five in the morning for prep, boys. Oh. Nobody told us that. Well, I'm, well I might anyway, sleep in the shed. I might sleep in this shed, and I'll it'll be music for the morning. First... <laughs> it'll be music for the first ninety minutes, non-stop classics, <laughs> no repeat, <laughs> and then we'll tune in at some point. No, we'll be there. Don't you worry. We are prepped and ready to go. And you know, if you listen to the Sunday show, we're going to bring some of the best of the Sunday show to uh, the bre- to the breakfast show. I don't mm. know what the best of the Sunday show is. I though. have no idea. Is it bin chat? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, bin chat. We can bring we'll bin do, chat in. We'll bring bin chat. Um, Daily bin chat. Oh my goodness, is there enough chat? Is there enough well, bin chat to do every day? Every every day is a bin day for somebody. That's well, what that's they true. say. That's the old Confucius <laughs> said, didn't yeah. they? It's bin day some t- somewhere. Yeah, like exactly. Five, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's us all next week, whittling on uh, on the breakfast show on Absolute Radio. Where real music.
music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Um, it's that time again, Steve. Is it? Yeah. Uh, it's hashtag, it? Bin chat. hashtag Bin Chat. Hashtag Bin Chat. Hashtag Bin Chat. 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 It's hashtag bin chat time. Uh, this is a big one, Steve. Okay. A okay. five-year bin saga has come to an end. Oh, this is like <laughs> yeah. Downton Abbey or something with bins. Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones. Four-side saga. Something, <laughs> one of those great old Ian Eden line. One of these big old shows that went on for ages. Yeah, that five-year bin saga has come to an end with the offending waste receptacle Moved. This is in the Western Telegraph, which covers uh, Pembrokeshire in Wales, mm-hmm. uh, Harverford West Castle, uh, mm-hmm. which is a lovely uh, sort of ruins of, a, of, a, of an old castle. Um, the residents and visitors have been complaining for many years about the location of the public VIN, which, to be fair, is stupid. I'll show you the picture on, on Twitter at some point. It's a beautiful old castle. It's a lovely... Uh, there's some lovely fields in front of it, and then right in the middle, just a massive black massive bin. plastic bin. Like, it's there a terrible go. place. It's a terrible place to put it. Throw your crowns uh, and chalices in there where you're finished. <laughs> That's supposed to be what it's for, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's right in the centre of the castle grounds. Pembrokeshire County Councillor Thomas Baden Tudor, uh, he could not be any more Welsh, uh, no. following on from numerous complaints... Um, <clears throat> I'll do the accent... <clears throat> Is that, is that offensive if I do the accent? I think it's all right. Uh, it depends how, how well you do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't really do a Welsh accent. I can only do uh, Five and Sam. And, okay. uh, and even then, that's I can only do uh, Sam, the, kid. the kid's yeah. mum. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. Uh, <laughs> sorry, ma'am. I can only do that. Um, okay. <clears throat> Have you been setting fires again? Here we go. Right. Uh, Thomas Baden Tudor said, uh, following on from numerous complaints about the poor and sightly location of the public bin in the centre grounds of Harvardford West Castle. I am pleased to report that the bin has been relocated to a more aesthetically pleasing location to the rear wall of Harvardshire West Museum in the castle grounds. What part Many of Sri Lanka are you from? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were sat there thinking of what other country you could say. Yeah. I usually go a little bit Indian for some reason when I'm doing work, yeah. but I think I've done, I thought I was doing all right. Many you were doing all right, no, you were. Many thanks, he says, to Mark Russell, Area Supervisor PCC, and his team for carrying out the work. Bridlington! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's popped in. It's like Ponty Panda, this. I'm just imagining it's all Ponty Panda. It's all so, Ponty right, So there's going to be a fire in the bin at some point, clearly, because <laughs> that's what's the point in this yeah, episode? Exactly. When Norman spots it. Yeah, yeah, he'll have um, done it. Set the fire in the bin again. Crying out for attention. Amanda Absalom Lowe, a local resident who has been asking for the booth to be removed for five years. Thank Councillor Tudor. This is amazing news. What a great start to the day. Five years plus I've complained about the TARDIS bit in the middle of the historic grounds of Harvardshire West Castle. TARDIS? Did you say TARDIS? TARDIS, Tardis, she said. (laughs) It's it's a massive bit. Yeah, it's like a massive, I mean, yeah. Thanks very much, I say. She didn't say that. She didn't that say cold that. is my jacket. Um, we can now visit the area and have a lovely view of the Heritage Castle. Five years. So there's no bin there now, or is it? Is, have they just put it? They've just moved it behind the museum. Right. <clears throat> well, why didn't they do that? Council it takes ages, doesn't it? Is anything done? What anything a, done? I know it really does. Well, at least they got it done. So that is this week's hashtag bitch. Matters. So, Steve, you, uh, you're you a bit handy, aren't you, when it comes to DIY? A little, little like bit, that. yeah. You know I know my limits. Well, I'm not at all. I'm not I'm not into it at all. No, I and know. So, <laughs> I know you know. I've helped you out, though, haven't I? You turned up to mix cement when I was building a wall in my garden in a white jumpsuit. Was <laughs> <laughs> it a jumpsuit? It was like a white shell suit. Was it a shell suit? It was. What year was this? It was about 10, 12 years ago. You had Shut some off. completely white tracksuit like, or something. It was two pieces. It was totally <laughs> white. It was made out of some sort of nylon that was indeed flammable and really easy to get dirty. And then I left you to mix some cement. And when I came back out, you were sort of just 
turning it over like a dessert, going. Ah, da, 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 I was folding it in. I was folding it in. <laughs> yeah, but it would have taken you four. It would have been set before you folded it in. I was not in a white jumpsuit. Mm. I'm not having that at all. I in my mind, in, it was. In my I, mind, I think it was. I, had, I think I had grey joggers on. Oh, you remember it now, do you? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I had in my uh, my wardrobe, my wardrobe 12 years then. ago. Yeah, it was like an episode I, of Serial. What I, were you I, doing <laughs> twelve years ago on the? I was certainly summer. not in a white jumpsuit. I'm not having that Whoa. at all. Whatever. Anyway, I mixed you some. You're only seventeen. I'm staying another day. Am I mixing the cement all right? Uh, anyway, uh, well, that's the last time I'll help you. Well, I think it was the last time I did help you. <laughs> I think you. it was. <laughs> and the first. <laughs> so um, so I'm not Andy at all. But so mm. what happens is we so we bought a house last year. Yeah. And then uh, we were like, right, let's get this done up and, and make it nice. Because we, we're sort of, we're in a, we're in a four bedroom house here, which sounds like a lot of bedrooms. But when there's eight of you, mm, <laughs> it's yeah. not. I've got no. like three kids crammed into each <laughs> into each room in bunk beds. It's madness. Well, you can't get rid of the cinema room, can you? <laughs> exactly. Sorry, guys. You'll have to share. This is my office, guys. It's a bunk bed with four bunks on it. What is what? So the top one is a bit high, yes, and you are touching the ceiling. <laughs> but you won't fall out, will you? <laughs> Save his houses. Save his houses. Um, so anyway, we started the house and uh, and we were like, got some builders in, and we thought, okay, great. And we, I was like, right, we need to make this so we can, so so the kids can have a bedroom each. That's that's mm. it's basically a B and B. That's what I've got. It's like a yeah, B&B. you're making a B and B, yeah. <laughs> and um, and we started the job, and then obviously lockdown happened, and various things. I had to send everybody home, and it was an absolute nightmare. And then coming back and. You know, oh, it's a, it's a, it's an absolute nightmare. Mm. But the fundamentally, what has happened is the money that I thought I had for it, i.e., from the bank, mm. uh, is, is not as there <laughs> as, as I thought it was going to be. So now we're having to like go, okay, let's reduce our plans and do it for this this you know smaller price. Yeah. So summer's coming. We don't need windows, things like that. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but there's obviously things in there, so we got some wardrobes. We were like looking at this wardrobe. So we've got a room in 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 the in our bedroom that we're like, oh, well, this could actually. If you we're not this wall through here, it's too small to be a bedroom. So why don't we make this like a almost like a walking wardrobe? We can actually go oh, through yeah, that, nice. and that'd be nice. So I got a company out, or my wife did. Got a company out to come and have a look at wardrobes. Right now, I've never. I don't know what how much these things cost. You know, no. you don't know, do you? You're going off their yeah. guidance. So it's come round. This room is about I don't know two. I'm rubbish at measurements. Six foot by three foot, something like that. You know. Okay. And um, so it's not a massive. That's, a ward- room. that's one wardrobe. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm maybe I got that wrong. <laughs> two meters. It's about two meters. So that's more okay. about eight foot. That's about eight foot. Yeah, about eight foot by four foot. I'd say. Right. Like okay. That. So we were like, great, we can do that, put some rails up, some cupboard doors and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, they come out, priced it up. Let me get to the crux of the matter. Mm. Uh, she, now, whether she just saw the postcode, whether she's seen my face, I don't know what the situation was. She she went afterwards, that'll be £23,000. Twenty For a wardrobe in a tiny grand. room? <laughs> walking wardrobe? What's the wardrobe? I don't want the wardrobe full of clothes. <laughs> no. I've got my own that? clothes. Just one wardrobe, wood, just wood, wood's fine, wood's fine. Well, where we need... live, yeah. where we live uh, in Stockport, we're about uh, two miles from Wimslow and Nutsford and those sort of places where That's all that sort of footballers and everything. Yeah, yeah got a lot and they've got a bottomless pit of money, the footballers, haven't they, when they're 23? They just go on. Yeah, they're not going to question how much a wardrobe. They go, what, fine, 23 grand, what's that? I got fine that last week for picking my nose in training, whatever. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So I was like, okay. Anyway, we haggled. I don't know why, because we were never going to get to a price where I was like... <laughs> yeah. Right, I'll start there. off at 23 grand. All right, my go, 300 quid. <laughs> 22 grand, 350 quid. <laughs> 21 grand, 200 quid. I'm going down now, because you're not listening. <laughs> anyway, she was like, look, the, she was like, rang a manager... You know, did all that. Let me ring the manager, see if he's, he can do a deal. He can do a little deal, yeah. And she was like, um, oh, yeah, maybe Is that the manager? Do... He's on to us, he's on to us, he's on to us, yeah. <laughs> I know, I told you he'd know. 23 grand. She said, um, she said, uh, 
she said, oh, maybe we could do some, you could do some um, Instagram post. You know, like I'm an influencer. Maybe you could do some oh, influence, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Instagram post about it. <clears throat> what well, walking wardrobe influencer. <laughs> I said, let me tell you now. I know the people who come to my shows mm. and they ain't paying 24 grand for a, for no. a wardrobe. I wouldn't patronise them. With a t- hey, guys, I got this one for free for tweeting about it. But uh, like, <laughs> These are really that? sturdy. <laughs> anyway. I was like, look, it's not going to happen. She got down to about sixteen thousand pounds. I was like, okay. you still mental? ridiculous. That's more than our car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I put my clothes in that. So um, anyway, in the end, we obviously didn't go with that company. Wife went to uh, pop to IKEA. Hmm. Nine hundred quid. Yeah, there you nine hundred quid full more room. Like it, isn't it? More and like even it. that was a bit like. <laughs> it's a bit much. Huh? I'll give you three hundred. It's IKEA, sir. Three fifty. Right. It's a shop, a, sir. It's an RRP. Get a Swedish fella out. Let me have a chat. Let me have a chat. <laughs> so I did ask online uh, for when people have been quoted ridiculous amounts of money, and then what they actually got it for eventually being thrifty. Uh, and okay. there's some absolute stunning examples coming up. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music. Matters. So we're talking this morning about uh, when you've sort of been essentially overcharged for stuff uh, and even if you manage to do a bit of haggling to get it down. Are you a good haggler when it comes to to the market price of things? No, I'm not. I don't really... I don't, I've never done it. I always I think feel in like every well, couple that, seems, one... that seems fair. Yeah, yeah, my wife is the one yeah. who does that. She's great my, at that. Yeah, my wife... My, my mum does it in actual shops, like proper shops. What, she when it's just Dixon's. got like a proper label? <laughs> She mean Dixon's trying to get some money off a of, off a telly. I'm like, Mum. But honestly, the amount of time she does, it's unbelievable. I'm like, yeah. How did you Well you meant that? to try, aren't you? You meant to try, but I don't yeah. It just I just I I, it, for whatever the price is that I can get off it, generally the embarrassment of haggling is not worth No, it seems fair amount. enough. I'll just I'll sort of Google it and look around on the internet and stuff. Yeah. Rather yeah. than go face yeah, to face. Even like when you're abroad and you know there's certain like markets that you're meant to haggle in. I feel a yeah. little bit. Yeah, no. no. I'll just pay that. Why? Why I'll pay that? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, uh, Alison Charlton said, uh, "Watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and they were once quoted three hundred thousand dollars for a kitchen, which is more than our house is worth." Yeah, I mean, obviously there is going to be astronomical prices and, and figures out there. Dean Taylor says we got quoted twenty-seven thousand pounds for our dressing room refitted. Our house only cost thirty-eight grand to buy twenty years ago. We obviously yeah. said no. No, we're all right, thanks. <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? You've got to get a mortgage out to do your, to do your wardrobes. dressing rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Um, Robert Emerson says, uh, he's got a theory, a bit of a conspiracy theory. He says, I reckon your wife got a friend round to quote you so that when she arrived home with your IKEA wardrobes at that price, you were, you didn't hit the roof. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? So she, she looked like she'd it. done a great bit of research and she'd... <laughs> Yeah. Bargained her way to a great deal, but in reality, the woman never existed. She was an actress. Your, your wife's a producer. She could have easily got an actress oh, yeah. in. What she looked like? Know, it was Nicola Walker. Oh, a minute. This is all falling into place. Now it makes sense. Eddie Day says, uh, speaking as a professional electrician, I think you're obviously not being told about the CAT, the celebrity added tax, automatically yeah. increases prices by 70%. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I call it the teletax because yeah, you do sort yeah. of, there's always a little bit extra. Like, you either get something for free because, like, mm. a, I mean, this morning I just got sent a box of Tato crisps from Tato's mm-hmm. uh, just because they like me and every so often I mention them. And they sent me a massive box of Tato crisps, like, like a, you know, like three months worth of crisps, ridiculous. So you either mm. get stupid things for free or yeah. <laughs> ripped off. Yeah, I had a bloke who, when I was in Levensham, who uh, who plastered my kitchen, and he was a scouse mm. bloke. He was dead tall. He was a plasterer, and he was doing a ceiling. He didn't need them stilts. He was massive, <laughs> and he used to sing show tunes. So nice. I'd be in the room, and he'd go, empty chairs and empty tables, just while he, while he was plastering. And then I got on with him. It was nice. And then, like, a year later, I needed some more stuff to do, and I rang him, and I went, oh, I just need something. He went, oh, you're the lad on the telly, eh? And I went, yeah, oh. that's me, yeah, yeah. And then... 
the next time he came, well, it's 500 quid for a room or something. Next time it was like, yeah, six grand for this bit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I see what's I think also here. sometimes from, from uh, you know, family and stuff who work in the trade, sometimes they're so busy, they can't do the job. So they give you a stupid price. Yeah. Uh, to sort of go, it's like, they call it the Find someone else. Yeah, I'm busy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. They call it the F-off price, you know what I mean? Essentially yeah. they go... Do, you can do it for this much, and if they if they're willing to pay that much, I'll absolutely do it. But we're too busy to do it, so you sort of mm. yeah, you do have to shop around a little bit. Uh, or There's do a part of me that would have paid extra for the for the show tunes, to be honest. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear a bit of that. Welcome in the avenue. Welcome. He was great. He just <laughs> he he knew all of them. Uh, Sarah Moore says quoted four hundred pound to prune the six fruit trees in my garden. Ended up watching a YouTube video, borrowed an extendable uh, ladder, did it myself. Trees mm. thrived, and all it cost me was a family pack of Pom Bear crisps. There you go. See? Just say where the family pack went. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it does pay to shop around, doesn't it? It does pay to shop around. That's what I'm going to have to start doing from now on. Now yeah. we're uh, doing this house on a bit. Got nothing else to do, have you? <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is, when it comes to uh, your sort of professional quotes and prices on whether it's houses or cars or gardens or what, when it's not your area of expertise, mm. you are going a hundred percent off the expertise of the person giving you the quote, aren't you? Yes, and you don't know anything, so you're looking Literally at nothing. how honest the person is. Does he look like a yeah. nice person? Has he got nice shoes on? What's, yeah, what's the state of his van like? You're just trying to do detective work to go. Is this someone I can trust? Yeah, you're like a rubbish monk. Yeah. Right, yeah. You know what he's <laughs> yeah. looking like? Has he got a ring on? Is he married? Yeah, okay. Is he divorced? Yeah. Does he look stressed? Does he need yeah. extra money? Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? I um and but the problem is, you know, the the, the, the differences between these uh the prices of things. Like that lady was saying there about three hundred thousand pounds for a kitchen in, you know, Beverly Hills or whatever. Like mm. I we've been quoted kitchens, we're having a kitchen done and all that sort of stuff. We've been quoted kitchens from like five grand right through to 50 mm. <laughs> like i just look, i'm not tight you know me steve i'm i'm a generous guy yeah I, I don't mind spending money on occasion but i just don't think i'd ever be comfortable sat in a kitchen no don't put that down there oh no <laughs> just, you know how much that granite surface was <laughs> i just oh i just don't know if i, I i'm not i'm not no, quite eating with our hands and hands tonight because we, i couldn't afford cutlery <laughs> Yeah, reading, exactly. out, reading out the pan. <laughs> uh, Rachel uh, Riches. Rachel Riches? I mean, like I mean, like me, she rings up, I am Rachel Riches. Right, come on, let's go. Hey, uh, Rach, uh, 40 grand. <laughs> it was... No, I was quoted, Riches. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I was quoted £80 a time by a young lad just to mow my lawn. I never returned his message. Then I was quoted £25 for a lovely retired bloke who comes every fortnight with his dog. Yeah, that's better. I presume, and a lawnmower, not. Don't get the dog to do it. That that doesn't sound (laughs) like a good idea. 25 quid. Um, Jennifer Louise uh, says, got quoted £125 to put wallpaper up. Wouldn't have minded if the wall was going to be bigger, but only used five sheets of wallpaper. It Mm. cost us less than that to get our living room and dining room done, and that was two feature walls papered and painted in an alcove. Jennifer's used this opportunity to show off about how nice her house is. Yeah, and she's really, she's really getting back at the people. Really, is, is, is quoted that price as well, making a point. I'm not sure 125 pounds sounds that bad for a day's work. Depends how big the wall. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I mean. guess if it's only five pieces, but you have to that. weigh up. You go, I'll do it myself, and you go, I've got to buy a step ladder. That's well, I know. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'll let somebody else do it. I, I don't begrudge anybody getting paid an honest day's work. I really don't. But it's it's when people see you coming. That lad with a with a lawnmower, eighty quid. That's nah, mate. Nah. <laughs> yeah, he's having some, a laugh. What's he doing? One lawn a day, <laughs> and then just playing Fortnite for the rest of the day. That's all I want to do, mate. <laughs> all right, get an old bloke to do it with a dog. Yeah, I'll no, I will. <laughs> Jason Manford. See, Steve, I don't think you get done that as much as normal people because you look like Matt Allwright. I know. I think, I, I, I've said this before, but there was yeah. a time when I got my car through an MOT 
which clearly shouldn't have got through the MOT. I knew there was a few things wrong with it, but they obviously went, oh, all right, mate, he's, he's got his mate outside. I think you were outside on a motorbike as well, and they went, oh, he's got his mate outside on a motorbike. Uh, yeah, was so that, was that my white jumpsuit? It'll be, be a GoPro in a boot. Yeah, yeah. I think you were in a white jumpsuit. Oh, mate, you meant to be in all leathers and have a beard. Um, I uh, saw one here from Colin Wright who said I was once quoted 650 quid to fix a squeal coming from my car brakes I was 18 so the mechanic thought he could take the mickey told him where to go and left a local guy found a stone in the brake drum cleaned it all with a wire brush charged me a tenner brakes Mm, lasted longer than the rest of the car (laughs) <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? That you've got, you've just got to be careful, aren't you? But the problem is, most people, you know, most most people are honest. Most mechanics, most builders, most plasterers, they're all honest. But it just takes the odd, the odd one, yeah, the odd dodgy one. Yeah. You know what I mean? With that's cars, it. though, you don't know, do you? So you, you, unless you know the full workings of a car, you just have to completely put yourself in the hands of people when they go yeah the order's gone mate the order's gone on the uh, the exhaust yeah they have an order yeah yeah the spiritual order thing and the only car packs of, yeah the only well, packs of 10 well they're, uh, they're they're 40 quid so it's only 40 quid but they only oh, come fine. in packs of 20 so we're going to have to buy a full pack because we're not going to orders in right. for the Micra they have a special Which... one for different different cars so where'd you order them from uh, basically, they have to come all the way. It's a, it's an underwater world that's not on any map, uh, so the shipping is quite expensive. So that's yeah. So what we're looking at, you're better off getting a new car. <laughs> that's pretty much how it happens. Yeah. yeah. So, exciting times next week. Uh, Steve and I are going to be doing the breakfast show every single day, Monday to Friday, 6 6 a.m., Steve, to 10. Yeah. So, we're going to need some features. That's what gets you through breakfast. We're going to need some taurine. That's what we're going to need and some caffeine. Yeah, through breakfast. Absolutely. Well, that's true as well. Features. Features, yeah. So, stuff like that's going to sort of. You know, so we're not just whittling on like we do. It's like on a serial sort of thing that's going to make people want to tune in again and go, what? Exactly. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Are you thinking so the same I'm, thing as I'm thinking? I'm thinking exactly what you're thinking. Fox Magpie and, and Fox. Magpie and Fox. Fox. <laughs> Whichever way around we go. We don't know yet. I think the long name first is Morecambe and Y, Starsky and Hutch. Okay. The other so way around, Magpie it's Dempsey and, and Magpie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if, if you tuned in last week, me and Steve, uh, we just came up with a little idea off the hoof. Yeah. Uh, Spitballing, weren't we? Yeah, we were spitballing. We were just blue sky thinking. Yeah, and uh, and we came up with a new cop show called Magpie and Fox. Uh, we think it's going to be a hit. What, Magpie's a, a thief, isn't he? Just yeah. recently out of prison. Uh, yeah. and you're Fox. Fox is a cop. He's a trouble cop, isn't he? He's uh, he's a troubled cop. He's got we're not troubles. sure what what's up, what his vice is yet. No, not sure yet. Bin, bins. <laughs> And think maybe bins. bins, maybe bins. Yeah, yeah. He's, bins he's, he's just interested in bins. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna run that series uh, next week. So we've got bin chat. We've got uh, Magpie and Fox, uh, the new cop show hmm. uh, with, with me and you. Um, and then I don't know. That gets us to quarter to eight. Yeah. So we're, oh, right. Well, we've still got a bit of work to do. We've got time. We'll be fine. We? We've got a weekend to think about it. It'll be absolutely fine. But make sure you tune in next week. That means five extra podcasts as well. So if you're a podcast listener, bonus for you guys. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. So I've got something exciting happening this week, Steve. Oh, yeah. Thursday night, comedy's coming back. Yes. Yes. Live stand-up comedy is back. Obviously, live streamed into your living room because you're not allowed out. Yeah. Um, so what we're doing is I've set we've set up eight weeks uh, worth of uh, gigs, and there's some great acts. Uh, week one on Thursday kicks off with Tez Ilias. I'm hosting Tez Ilias, uh, Dana Alexander from uh, Canada. Uh, we've got The Noise Next Door, who just uh, smashed it on Britain's Got Talent, and uh, Rob Brydon's popping in for a chat as well. Nice. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, eight till nine on a Thursday night. Uh, tickets are four quid, or you can buy a Zoom ticket for a tenner, which gets you on the front row. Oh, nice. Yeah. So then, you, so, yeah, so then you've got a front row to work with as well. Exactly. Hear a bit of laughter and take the mickey out of people's 
Got your own air in lockdown, have you, mate? <laughs> that kind yeah, of thing. That, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your impression of it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it was just a generic comedian picking up somebody's air. It wasn't you, specifically you. <laughs> you don't go after you've done a joke. No, I'll try not I, to. No. I've never seen you do it anyway. That's never happened, no. Um, but yeah, so that's going to kick off on Thursday. It's called The Weekly Stand Up. And we're going to run four weeks, then there's a week off, and then there's another four weeks. Uh, you can buy a season pass for, for all of them. Um, and uh, and there's loads of people dropping in. We've got Russell Howard's going to be doing it, uh, Harry Hill, uh, John Bishop. Uh, we've got comics from all over the world. Uh, so we've got some uh, people from New York, from Cape Town, from Brisbane, from uh, from India. They're just different comics who are obviously all out of work at the moment. So sort of set it up to support the industry and uh, hopefully get some people paid a little bit. And uh, and people seem to have uh, have gone for it. I think the, the the Zoom tickets are almost sold out for the for the first week. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting stuck Lovely. into doing a couple of gigs. I did a couple last week. I did one. Sarah Millican was doing one on her uh, on her website. That was that was like a new material one. So that was quite. That was quite interesting. And then I did one on Saturday night for Just The Tonic, who have been fabulous and are trying to run gigs to keep their customers uh, entertained. But it was an absolute technical nightmare. First 10 minutes of it, I was just like, oh, God. this is like... yeah, You can see people problem, on Twitter it? and Facebook like, what's going on? But uh, yeah. eventually it was sort of fine. And, you know, for me, people say, how do you deal uh, with no laughter, Jace? Well, you know what? It wouldn't be the first gig. <laughs> You talk about that no Chesterfield, don't you? <laughs> I did that one as well. Oh yeah, that one. Yes. Remember that one? That was. A I tough, was when I did that gig in Chester. There was about ten people in the audience, and a, an Alsatian walked past me in the middle of the gig across, on the stage. Just walked behind me. Everyone just. I noticed everyone looked around, and there was just an Alsatian walking across the stage. Weird yeah, gig. I've had some rough ones. I remember Middlesbrough University. That was the, the one where I thought I felt that, that that didn't go well. Where there was no lighting, it was just the lights were just on. And uh, there was four fruit machines in the middle of the floor that were on and people were playing. <laughs> Did anybody win? Get a jackpot. Like, ching, 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 ching. Way! Oh, no, you just won the jackpot, nightmare. right? On the fruits, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So it will not be like that. It will be very professionally run, lots of funny people. And just, you know what's going to be nice? It's just a sense of a community, a little club getting together once a week, hanging out while we're not able to go to the theatres and the clubs and the arenas because it doesn't look like they're going to be open uh, any time soon. So for more information, go to weeklystandup.com uh, or you can find out all the details on my Twitter and Facebook. I will be going on about it for quite some time. Steve has spent time and money and resources on mm -hmm. getting uh, a little place at the end of the garden so he could do the radio show uh, undisturbed. Yeah. Um, but he, the rain well, not factored other into. ideas. No, no. no. <laughs> it's the weather. Yeah. I can hear That's... it coming down hard. Yeah, it's all right. I, I mean, I can't see it because I'm inside my giant uh, molar thing yes. that I've built. Mm. It's, I mean, the rain this week has been... Unbelievable! It's and, like, and then it goes, and then it's really sunny. Yeah, proper weird, really mm. weird. Um, I found a weird story in the paper, though. Oh, one <laughs> really odd. I don't know if you saw this. It's sort of doing the rounds on Twitter. Um, a woman has hatched three ducklings from eggs she bought in Waitrose. Oh, I did see this. Yeah, see yeah. this. Yeah. So she's got three ducklings called Beep, Peep, and Meep. Right. Uh, Charlie Lello, 29, from Hertfordshire, put the Clarence Court eggs in an incubator as an experiment to pass time after being furloughed. I mean, I've been bored, don't get me wrong. But yeah. <laughs> and I've bought some rubbish off Amazon, but I've never bought duck egg incubator. I've never typed no. that in as a search. I mean, I, I might do in a minute. <laughs> He's got an incubator. She has. So <laughs> Clearly has. Crikey. I didn't even know you could get fertilised eggs. I mean, no, I didn't. But I mean, I didn't know that again, was a thing. No, I thought they'd been sterilised or something or whatever. God, you nip out for stuff for a fry up. You come back home and three days later you're a dad. Yeah, nuts, isn't it? Um, yeah. She said the ducklings would have a very happy life uh, with her pet chickens. A waitrose spokesman said fertilised eggs were safe to eat and entirely indistinguishable from normal eggs unless okay. incubated. Oh, yeah, and that's incubated. Uh, yeah. Uh, Miss Lello, or if you just sat on one for a bit. <laughs> 
Uh, who normally works as an assistant manager, uh, got the idea after seeing a video on Facebook of someone hatching quail eggs from a supermarket. While I was mm. in Waitrose, I saw the duck eggs and thought, maybe that would work I as well. I was so excited. <laughs> a little pink bubble, yeah. I wonder. I was, I was so excited for them to hatch, but I still had in the back of my mind that these were supermarket eggs. They mm. have been collected, bashed about on a delivery truck, then rattled around on a trolley onto a shelf, picked up and put down by who knows how many people, so they still might not go all the way. Yeah. A month after putting them in the incubator, Miss Lello heard a tiny beeping noise from the Braddock White Ducklings, and as they started to emerge from their shells, she said it was amazing experience, the cutest little balls of fluff, but she would not be repeating it. The only reason I could try was because I'm currently furloughed and have the time to raise them to an age where they won't need me all day. Under normal circumstances, yeah. it wouldn't have been possible or fair on them. I am... I'm in two minds here. Half of me well, is yeah. not Go sure on. this even happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not calling anybody out, but it seems far-fetched. Yeah. On the flip side of it, <laughs> if it did happen, like some weird organic kinder egg yeah yeah I, I just don't think you should be messing with science like this i, I you know i would also they come in rice. they come in yeah they come in <laughs> they come in boxes of six as well so she went oh, i'll incubate these three give them a little light gonna eat these three gonna have an omelet <laughs> well that's it yeah what have you got to do every time you do an omelet you have a minute silence and obviously the, the duck egg doesn't he doesn't do it in the box does he so they're not related these eggs they could be from anywhere do you know yeah, what I mean? Of course. That, not they're not from brothers. the same duck, are they? No. They'd be like, who are you? And then they're just like, oh, Cockney. And then, <laughs> Cockney you know, got, uh, yeah, oh, there's, a Cockney, there's a Cockney duck and there's oh, a Geordie yeah. duck going, oh, I'm your brother, are you? <laughs> you beep and neep. What are they called? Beep, neep and beep, teep. Teep, yeah. Ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> beep, peep and meep. There they are. Well, best of luck to beep, meep and peep. Um, yeah. But uh, not recommended. Need it. It's like This Is Us with ducks. <laughs> it's like Three Perfect Strangers. Yeah. <laughs> like a documentary on Netflix. The world's a gone documentary. Mad. A documentary. There we go. No following that. Put a song on. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So I was doing my Iceland deliveries the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, got quite far and wide, actually. You don't, don't realise the the the, cov- the the sort of the space in the country that they, they, these guys cover. The delivery drivers, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, I um I saw there's a thing on your on your person where you have to record everything like a like a cop cam. You know they've got cop. Oh cams yeah, just yeah, just so you're not chest. nicking the sausage rolls. Or yeah, anything. exactly. So um anyway, I knocked on one door um or rang one bell, and you, honestly, you will never guess whose house it was. Let me let me play you the um thing here. Let me just press. Play. And I'll just, it's just, this is just me walking down the path and going to the, to the yeah, doorbell. Yeah, just chatting. Okay, there we go. Right, number 20, number 23. Let me just ring this doorbell. You just put it in the bin if it's on fire. Hello. Oh, God. Oh, oh hello. Uh, it's uh, Jason. No, from I know who you are. I know who you are, mate. You've, oh, you just leave God. me alone. You're ringing me at home. Is that Ken Bruce? Ah, oh, it's Ken Bruce. Oh, what Ken. Manford, what what do you want? I didn't know you lived in Harper, eh? Yeah, I live in I lived Hyde Man, born and bred. <laughs> I did not know this that you lived yeah, all the way all up my here. life. That's what, impressive what, stuff. What do you want? I'm, I'm in Look, the garden I'm, again, trying to get the Wi-Fi sorted. I'm get four G, but it's no good. I'm trying to do. Uh, I'm just doing these deliveries for Iceland. I've got some substitutions because we didn't have no, everything. No, no, I'd stop you there, Jason. I've that never ordered anything from Iceland. This is not my shop of choice. I don't. I, I order online. Uh, but yeah, not, not Iceland Online. Guys. It says here, Ken Bruce, number 42. So that's your no, house. That's not look, my number. It... I live at 4291 is the number of my house. <laughs> well, look, here's your substitutions. It says you ordered tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have any tequila. It's, it's substituted with some sticky tape. We've got some sticky right. tape. Uh, any other substitute? No, what's this here? Jumbo Organic Scottish Spottage Oats. Yes. Substituted so with not... a jumbo pack of sanitary towels. How's that going to help me my breakfast? That's all the ad. It's not my. Oh, that's Manford, not my you're job. You're a joke, Manford. You're a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just uh, if you just pop them round the back and uh, don't okay. tell anyone about the uh, the tequila because that's a little secret. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you also ordered some rye bread, but we've had to replace it with a swimsuit. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Is that okay, um, can you just yeah. can you just stay two meters away? Can- I can't sign from two meters. I'm, I won't be signing. I, I usually get this kind of things. Uh, 
you get it in gratis if you know what I'm saying. What, for free? Yeah, that's what it means. <laughs> I'm just going to leave these here. Take your stuff out the box and then I'll, I'll take the boxes back. Okay, can you just do that? And, okay, can you not put it in, yeah. the, in, the, in the kitchen? You know, Because I, I, I was going to go out for a exercise anyway. No, so you, well, unless... you put it in the freezer? Little... I, if the condiments go on the top shelf... And, uh, no, no, I don't do any of that, mate. I don't packet. do any of that. I just... If you could have the oven, there's a, there's a loaf proving in the oven, so if you could just <laughs> move that across in about 20 minutes, throw some cold water in the bottom, just create some steam, get a nice little loaf. Uh, I'll be about three hours. Is that okay? <laughs> Mr. Bruce, I, I'm, I, I need to go. I've got other deliveries to do. All right, bye-bye. Um, Let's do it all. So that was the... Um, that was wow, the that's the recorded, that recorded footage. That yeah. was recorded footage, yeah, mm. on the day. I didn't get a tip off him either. Well, it sounded like he wanted you to... He was giving you some tips on baking there, to be honest. Yeah, I think there was no, some I nice didn't. little tips there. Crikey, that rain. Hmm. It was raining where he was as well, wasn't it? <laughs> it was raining where he was, actually, <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, it must be... Must be uh, very similar rain in... Uh, mm. Where was he? Alder Hay, did it? Where did he oh. live? <laughs> Harper Hay. Harper Hay, that was it. This is... Jason Manford. This is... Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. going to be joined this morning by a friend of mine, a fellow comedian Ian Stone, who uh, certainly not been wasting his time during lockdown, busy writing... An actual book, Steve. A proper book. See, that's what to do, isn't it? Actually do something. I've not even read a book. He's written <laughs> one. That's no, pretty- I started building a bookcase, but it fell down. <laughs> so- we have wasted lockdown, mate. We have yeah. wasted lockdown. That's what we've done. Uh, but no, it sounds a, a fantastic uh, story. Uh, we've got him on now to tell us all about it. Morning, Ian. Uh, hello, Jason. Hello, Steve. How are you guys? All good. Pretty yeah. good, man. Yeah, I I should say, by the way, I heard your intro. I didn't actually write the book during lockdown. No, (laughs) I I I thought I was... I know, it sounds more impressive. (laughs) I added an element of poetic licence to it. I realise you've not knocked it up in eight weeks. I don't Uh, want people to think that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually, that's a point. It hadn't even occurred to me. Yeah, I just hurried it off, printed off. (laughs) It'll do. Stream of consciousness, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so, uh, but I did write a book uh, in the last few years, and it comes out next week. Amazing. So it's called To Be Someone. It is. And it has an actual quote from Paul Weller on the cover, which is obviously, uh, there's a reason for that. Well, it was funny. He phoned me up. Um, a, a friend of ours, mutual friend of ours, knows him, and uh, and and I said, "Can you get the book to Paul?" And he went, "Yeah, okay." And he took the book round to Paul, an early sort of edition, and. Um, and then I was getting texts from my mate with screenshots from Paul Weller saying, "I love your mate's book. I'm going to call him up." And oh. then he called me up one morning, and wow. he went, um, "He went, uh, Ian, it's Paul Weller." And obviously, what I wanted to do was go, "I know, <laughs> I could recognise <laughs> your voice anywhere." But I went, I just was trying to be sort of insouciant. I went, oh, "Oh, hey, Paul, how you doing?" You know, and um, and he and then he goes, "I really like this book. I'd forgotten how, and I won't you, I've forgotten how terrible yeah. it was in the seventies." And Brilliant. I said. Can I use that as a quote on the front cover? And he said, yes. Oh, amazing. Uh, I mean, it was absolutely perfect. And then we chatted for half an hour about, about the book and about the jam. Because the book is about my love. It's a, it's a bit social history and autobiography, yeah. but it's about my love for the jam. And I grew up in that period. And, uh, and, and obviously he appreciated what I've written. And, um, of course. So he, he just gave me a little quote for the front, which is lovely, isn't That's it? That's really? fantastic. Lovely. So a memoir about one teenager's obsession with the jam. Well, Sounds very exciting. I mean, if if I mean, if you, I don't know if you've read Fever Pitch. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Fever Pitch is a great book, and obviously it's about my team as well. Um, mm. But I sort of wanted to write a similar thing to Fever Pitch, but about the jam. So right. it's a it's a sort of growing up, coming of age, in, growing up in London in the seventies, and um, and what it was like to uh, to love the best band in the world, as uh, yeah. Paul's dad used to say every time he introduced them. <laughs> So that's what I <laughs> set like, out to do. It sounds like it's up your street, Steve. Yeah, my brother was a massive jam fan. He was a big yeah. jam fan. Yeah. I mean, I I'm just a big them. fan of jam, but I, I, I <laughs> realise like those are two yeah. very different things. I grew up with jam as well, but very different. <laughs> I think you have to maybe, on the cover, you need to be more, because uh, there's going to be some disappointed people expecting... Well, <laughs> 
What I would say, I mean, Joe Brand actually did mention it. There's a little quote on the back from Joe Brand, which we didn't use the bit about the fact this is not for fans of uh, of preserves. <laughs> she wanted to point that out, and and now you're mentioning this. I'm thinking perhaps I should have done. <laughs> You've got oh. honestly, you'd be surprised how thick people are. People, people are going to buy this. Going, oh, I like jam. I like, I like jam. Oh, yeah. really? Big, big sorry, I, sorry. I don't know why I did it northern. Then, by the way, it's just just because generally when southerners do thick people, they do a northern accent. <laughs> they do, <But> okay. <laughs> and I can true. only apologise. It's I'm fine because really I do a little bit of that as well. Is do that you? That's yeah, the, well, that's, yeah, when you do dodgy people, you do you do London, wouldn't you? If you were doing something you? a bit shifty, is that true? Yeah. I think maybe it is, <laughs> accidentally, yeah. Oh, my God, we're terrible, the both of us. No wonder the country's a mess. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, listen, it was a lot of fun to do it, sort of trawling back through yeah. those memories uh, of those times. And I do talk about the football as well. I was going to Arsenal a lot in yeah. the uh, late 70s, early 80s, when we were winning trophies at the time, I remember. And, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so it was just nice to sort of travel back down memory lane. And, yeah, uh, and think about those times. Well, look, this is called uh, To Be Someone. It's by Ian Stone, very funny comedian. So not only will it be uh, a book on, you know, the social history of the time, uh, the band, uh, the jam, of course, as well as touching on football, it will be very funny because I've seen Ian many, many, many times. I've never seen him die. That's what I'll tell you. I've never seen him die. That's, a, that's <laughs> the highest accolade you can give another comedian. That only opposed that. Never seen him die. So he's struggle, hilarious. Struggle on a number of occasions, but never die. <laughs> a grafter. <laughs> he gets the job done. The Guardian. <laughs> so very funny comic. Uh, to Be Someone is a freewheeling account of the five years Ian spent in the grip of obsession. Oh, it's a weekend job so he could go to the gigs, try to sneak into the Hammersmith Odeon, and ended up stuck on the roof. Uh, was on the point of being thrown out of Brighton Hotel when Paul Weller himself in intervened and invited him and his mates back to the bar. So it sounds like a cracking read. It's available this week, the 25th, uh, Kindle and uh, in hardback. You can get it in all the places that you would imagine you could buy a book. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Ian Stone has joined us this morning. A very funny comedian. You might have seen him uh, covering a lot of the, the football stuff on BT Sport. You might have seen him uh, just being a hilarious comedian in any of the clubs in the world. He's a very funny man. Uh, he's also written a book, uh, To Be Someone. It's out uh, this week, the 25th, and illustrated by another fellow comedian, Phil Jupiter. He's quite the artist, Phil, isn't he? Oh, well, that's, I mean, I went to him. I know he's done lots of fanzines and cartoons. And I was in Edinburgh one year, and he was, one of the things he was doing was standing in the Scottish National Gallery for two that's hours with right. an iPad doing copies of, of, uh, of paintings. <laughs> yeah, I went and to they that. were they were absolutely they were brilliant. brilliant. And I knew, I knew how good he was. So I asked him if he'd like to, uh, to help with this book. And what's interesting about Phil as well is he used to open for the Style Council when he was Porky the Poet. About, of course, you know, yeah. Thirty years ago, so um, yeah, he was very keen on the idea, and I, I went up to uh, to Scotland where he lives, and we mm. had dinner, and we talked about it. And honestly, these illustrations are things of beauty. They really oh, are. They're brilliant. lovely, and I'm I couldn't be more delighted with what he's done. What he's an artist. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's a good yeah. fellow of mine. Uh, so that book's out the 25th this week. Make sure you get hold of that at some point. Uh, we, we couldn't have you on, Ian, without mentioning uh, the fact that the Premier League is back. Uh, sorry, I lost you there for a second, Jason. <laughs> Arsenal <laughs> were one of the first games <laughs> in yeah. the week. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you make of it? Well, I think... Somebody said on Twitter, David Louise was a harsh sending off for you. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that's fair enough. We, what I made of it, we have a long way to go to get to the yeah. point where we're as good as you. I was rather hoping my son had said to me a couple of weeks ago, have you seen Kevin De Bruyne? He's getting really fat. So I was hoping we're oh. going to see a fat Kevin De Bruyne. But yeah. he looked... He looked pretty good last night. He pretty I must on it, say. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did look pretty good. Uh, and and I, 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 I mean, listen, City are a brilliant team. We're an average team. And uh, what happens? 3 0. I mean, that's pretty, pretty fair enough, I think, really. It could have been worse. Are you happy with. Uh, obviously, there was a, you took our assistant manager. 
uh, to be honest. You sound manager. upset about that. A, so, you know, I liked him. We were we were giving him up as our next uh, Pep once yeah. uh, once Pep moves on. Are you yeah. are you happy with everything that's going on now? You've sort of you got rid of uh, Arsenal and whatnot. Well, I I, I know you didn't. <laughs> Am I? No. <laughs> well, I partly did. I mean, I, I partly did. I certainly had enough. I mean, I love yeah. the man, but enough now. Um, yeah. Am I happy? Well, it's early days. We've got some good young players and I'm hopeful, Is I suppose, because okay. one has to travel hopefully with all these things. But hmm. as I said to you, we have got miles. We are so far behind you hmm. and Liverpool. And... Um, it's going to take some time and patience is what is required. And if the one thing you can say about Arsenal fans, patience is what they've got in abundance. <laughs> and what about stand-up? Where, where are you finding yourself? Uh, are you doing any gigs? Are you managing to f- do any of the drive-through things or the online stuff? What, what's, what are you, how are you working at the moment? I'm doing I'm doing little bits of online stuff. It's not the same, is it? Have it's you done some online stuff? Well, we, I've done a few and I've just set up a new one called The Weekly Stand-Up, which starts this Thursday, in fact, um, which runs for eight weeks. And uh, and we're just going to see how it goes, really. We've got a front row of people on Zoom yeah. so we can hear a bit of laughter. That's uh, what you need. I think you that's, need, that's You need a bit of laughter. Yeah. You, know, yeah. Uh, you, don't, you don't need much. You just no. need 7, 10, 15 people who you can hear laughing so the timing is okay. Yeah, I've been um, in Edinburgh. <laughs> it's just like being in Edinburgh, yes. But, um, yeah, it's not the same. I, I mean, I miss it, Jason, don't yeah. you? I mean, I miss it too. Oh, terribly. yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, no, I really I, I do. Need, I, sorry, Jason, I need the adulation of strangers on a nightly basis, and I'm not getting it. My <laughs> well, family will, are going to kill me. <laughs> you will have it very shortly uh, once your book comes out on Thursday. To be someone, uh, you can get it on Amazon and uh, uh, Waterstones and all the places that you would think you could buy a book of some sort. Thanks for coming on, Ian. Oh, pleasure, guys. Nice to speak to you. Of course, big news this week. The football's back. Yes. The football's back. Yeah. When, do, when do Wolves play? Uh, when this is on, it'll be yesterday. So sat- right. Saturday they play first game. I think R5 against West Ham. I watched the City game. It was just a lot of players getting injured. Did uh, you watch it? You could watch it with the with the added sound or with the normal sound. Which one did yeah, you go with? Yeah, I watched with? it with the added sound. Yeah, the normal sound. was No sound's just weird, isn't weird, it? Weird, weird. No, yeah. You've got to have what? some sort of atmosphere. Yeah, um, yeah. But it is weird. I, I mean, part of me is glad it's back, of course. I love football and mm. love Man City and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But part of me is slightly annoyed that they're back, but the theatres are not. <laughs> like, hang on yeah, a minute. Exactly, yeah. Not, we're not that different, are we? Still entertaining people. But anyway, it's fine. Uh, I'm sure it'll all come back at some point. Uh, hey, and what was, about Dortmund? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Borussia yeah. Dortmund. What's happened with uh, Dortmund? Given it basically, up there, it, yeah, Premier League I mean, started again and then we just... Well, they got beat 2-0. They? they got Did beat 2-0. Yeah. Oh, well, it's um, over then, so isn't the it? So the league's over, yeah. Yeah, it's over now. So it's, I'm, I'm over them. I'm over it. Yeah. Uh, we had our moment. We've got the T-shirt, <laughs> literally. Been there, done that, bought the T-shirt <laughs> and the little, the uh, with little glasses for putting your drink in. A little yeah. German lager. Mm-hmm. I'm excited that it's back, but it it just is. It's very odd, very odd that the. I mean, Liverpool are going to win the league, which is fine. I sort of thought that anyway. That's sort of not the. That's not the contentious bit, is it? Weirdly, the top of no. the league isn't the bit that's contentious. It's the, it's the bottom of the leagues and the and what goes on down there. I, I, I think I've read something the other day that Hearts are suing the Scottish FA because Why of relegation. Was... Right. Because they've been basically gone. Well, you you're uh, they're going to take legal action. Because if they get relegated, they're saying, well, we're only four points off safety and there's enough games left to to, to, to get out of it. So yeah, it, yeah. It, I guess it is a bit of it's a bit harsh. Isn't it's it? that I mean, end, isn't it? Yeah, it's the it's That's the where end, it's all happening. But did you watch ends. the games on, uh, well, on the first I watched day. the Villa one, the Villa-Sheffield United one, when the, yeah. it was the ball crossed the line and there was a, in 9,000 games, there's never been a circumstance where Hawkeye couldn't see the ball. Oh wow! <laughs> that was the that was the thing. Yeah, they've admitted yeah. it was a, it was a goal, but the cameras that are all set up for goal line technology. They went in nine thousand games. That set of wow. circumstances and people stood in the places they were stood. Uh, it's never happened. So, but it, it was obvious when you watched it, it. It was it was knocked. It was in the goal. Yeah, that is weird. But you how know, weird? 
no, it was good to be back, but um, it, again, it's just it is odd not being able to see it at the pub or at the actual game, and there'd be no crowd yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But it, you know, it's the new normal, Steve. It's the new normal, isn't it? It's good news for Sky and all them, isn't it? Because obviously, I'd just go to the pub and watch it, but now I'd, I'll have to get Sky if I want to watch it for, yeah. the, for the sports. Now TV and Sky, yeah, they're mm. over the they're over the moon. <laughs> yeah. Where real music matters. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. I hope the weather improves wherever you are. I hope it improves where you are, Steve. Yeah, that's my week, so I'm just trying to work out how I get a massive canopy above this shed. <laughs> <laughs> it was properly loud. It's gone now. It seems to have calmed down. Yeah. Yeah, it's It'll meant do. to be lovely and sunny next week, so we'll be all right. Oh, I'll just be moaning about it. You'll see a bit of me sweating. <laughs> it's still in the Is that the rain? Butter. No, it's dripping <laughs> off my face. <laughs> what have you got planned the rest of the day? Um, what are we doing today? No, I don't know. Nothing no. much planned, just pottering and pottering and more pottering. Just more pottering. Lovely. All right, we'll have a top day. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Remember, tune in tomorrow morning. Steve and I will be covering the breakfast show all this week. We'll see you there, 6 a.m., bright and early, on Absolute Radio. Have a top week. Music matters.